0: Do you want God's plan for your life? Do you want to discover your calling? Do you want to build a business that's aligned with God's will? Hey, girl, hey, I'm Jeanette, business and faith coach. After a decade in the military, the Air Force said, see you later, and I had to find my true calling. Want to know how God directed my life from a cybersecurity engineer to a faith and business mentor? In this podcast, I'll teach you how to start a business, how to know your business is God's calling monetization techniques, how to trust the Holy Spirit, and how to set boundaries to listen to His word alone. Ready to become unapologetically unstoppable? Hey girl, hey! I want to talk about power couples, okay? So, me and my husband... I would say they were equally yoked. Okay, so it took me a long time to even understand what that phrase meant, equally yoked. And when I first heard somebody talk about it, they were talking about race, and that is not correct. Um, I guess it was a way for people in the Midwest to tell people not to procreate with outside their race, basically. Okay, but that's not what that means. Let me tell you what it actually means. Equally yoked means when you, back in the day, they would use cows and they would put a thing on their neck, I'm sure you've seen this before. It's like like a thing that goes around their neck, almost like a a collar, but it's made out of wood. And it's got like two long things coming off the end. And normally it's got like buckets on the end. That's what I'm imagining in my mind's eye for some reason. I don't know, but I'm obviously not a farmer, but basically, There'd be one person on one side and one person on the other side, and they had to push this cow together. Because if one person pushed one side and one person pushed the other side, unequally, the cow would turn in circles. And you would not get your land tilled because they're normally tilling something. Like, I like to think of this as, like, when you are in a boat and you guys are rowing the boat together. And if one person rows faster than the other, you're going to start turning around in circles. Or you're going to you're just going to be lopsided. It it's like being lopsided in your faith. It's like saying like one person is more faithful than the other. And um, it's very important when you are with your spouse that you are equally yoked. I'm not saying don't marry a non-Christian. I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when I met my husband, if he said that he wasn't going to marry anybody that wasn't practicing Christianity, we would not be married just throwing that out there, we would not be married. I was not practicing Christianity. I would probably say I was a little agnostic at the time. I just wasn't, it just seemed very judgy and very condescending and all the bad pieces that get associated with Christianity. And I didn't want that. I was like, I don't want that. Everybody that says that I'm gonna go to hell for doing this or doing that, I'm not not about that. If you wanna love me through my pain and love me through my stuff, Maybe we can get together on this, which is what happened in my life. But when we are unequally yoked with our partner, we can't do things in God's will together with our partners. I'm not, you can't, it just doesn't happen. So I am a ADHDer, which means that when I get into something, I go deep. I get into that thing. So when I decided to get into Christianity, I went deep and got baptized. I did the whole thing because I was like, this is, this is my new life. That's it. When I decide something, I decide it, and that was it. Okay, so going back to being unequally yoked with your partner, yada, yada, yada. Basically, what I'm trying to say is when you have a partner, you need to be equally yoked. You need to have the same mindset of where you're going. Right, You are going to complete each other because you guys are partners in life. And this morning I was studying and I was looking for a woman who was as equally yoked as her husband. I was looking for one in the Bible. I knew there had to be one because I was not created like this without there being an example in the Bible. I'm not I am special, but I am not like so unique that there is not a woman similar to me. I was looking for a woman in the Bible that was equally yoked with her partner, who was shouting the word of God from the top of the rooftops or into a microphone on a podcast, who was an entrepreneur and a mom, and she was just like, she was me. I was looking for a multifaceted, multi-passionate woman in the Bible that was married, that was doing good work for Jesus. I was like, there's gotta be one. They talk about the Proverbs 31 woman and she's all these things, but she is not a real person per se. It's like a culmination of lots of people. And I was like, okay, but there's gotta be one, like me, in the Bible. There's gotta be. So I was looking at the woman, there's a woman in the Bible who is an entrepreneur, who I feel like we always hear about. She's a woman who was selling like rich people cloth. She was selling fine linens, purple royal clothing and fabrics. And yeah, she was an entrepreneur. She led her entire family to be Christians. She was doing the thing. But that's not the life I'm living. I'm not doing this in a vacuum by myself or my family. Me and my husband are equals in this. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, there's gotta be somebody that's closer to what I am doing and how I'm doing it. So I started looking for her, and I found her. Her name is Priscilla. And you don't meet Priscilla until Acts, really. And I'm gonna tell you a little bit about her and why I wanna be that power couple. Like I, there was, a whole, there was like a whole period in my life where I was like, I want me and my husband to be Beyonce and Jay-Z. Nope, not anymore. I want us to be Priscilla and Aquila. Let's go. I'm going to be Priscilla and Aquila in this thing, okay? I was about to say something else, but it's not appropriate for a Christian podcast. But for real, I want to be that power couple. I want to be that power couple. That's the one I want to be. That's the one that I want to model myself after. Beyonce and Jay-Z are great. They're billionaires. They're doing their thing. They got businesses. Good for you. I want to do it for God, though. You know what I'm saying? I want to be that power couple for God. And I found one, Priscilla and Aquila okay so when I was studying I found her in Acts and basically she her and her husband lived in Rome and in Rome is obviously in Italy where where the Romans are and they were kicking out all the Jews so they kicked out all the Jews and they went to I think it was Ephesus um I'm not very good at biblical geography but basically they, they left Italy and they're tra- oh, they traveling through Corinth and that's where they met Paul because I believe in divine timing. I feel like everybody you meet when you're on the God journey is legit, okay? So they meet Paul and the way things worked back then is if you were a, a rabbi, for like a Christian rabbi at that point, you also had a job. Like you did not get paid for preaching. You only got paid for what you did in your work. And so he was a tip maker. Paul was a tip maker. So he met Priscilla and Aquila and they were also tip makers. They together were tip makers. They together owned a business. They together were doing this, right? And so when they became friends with Paul, they were like, okay, you are legit. I love you. You're my buddy. I want to do what you're doing. I understand now the true love of Jesus. I understand how things work in the biblical and the spiritual realm. I get it. Let's go. Let's go do this thing. Let's go preach the word of Jesus. And so they went on missionary work. They did it. They even went back to Rome. And she she was also preaching. She was preaching. It doesn't just say that she's preaching to women. It says that she was preaching. And so when they adopted the missionary lifestyle, like they decided that they were going to do everything in their power to spread the, the gospel. So they would bring people into their home. They would bring people close to them so they could teach them even more things about Jesus. There was even um, a, a preacher that came that was preaching, and he was a He wanted to be a Christian, but he didn't know Jesus had lived yet. And so he was preaching about, like, you need to repent. John the Baptist is saying that we are having, like, the Messiah is coming. He's on his way. We need to do all these things. And so they brought him to their house and started teaching him about Jesus and all the things that Jesus did because he didn't even know that Jesus had lived and died at that point. So they were literally teachers of Jesus, like, beta, They were like the beta teachers, the old school guys on the first on the scene kind of kind of person. Right. And so like even in the Bible, like Paul will talk about Priscilla and Aquila. And in Romans 13, three, he's talking to somebody He says, greet Priscilla and Aquila. He doesn't say Aquila and Priscilla. He even puts her name first. So in my mind, that's a big deal. That is a huge deal to put a woman's name in front of her husband's and talk about her in such a great light. And I want, is that that I want to be above my husband? We are equally yoked. But I want people to know that I am my own person too. And that's what she was doing. She is her own person doing her own things. But she's partnering with not only God, but her husband. So when we're talking about Priscilla and Aquila, we can tell from the scriptures. So they're, they're found in Acts Romans 1 Corinthians and he's telling people to go see them and to meet with them and to learn from them because he's like these are my these are my homies, okay? Go meet with them. They they will set you on the right track for sure. I know them intimately. And when we're thinking about what our life is with our spouse, we need to know that that they are the couple to aspire to. They were like literal life partners and their partnership was in ministry in money making and in marriage. They were a married couple doing all these things and they were traveling, they were missionaries and you know what? I wanna be like them. I want to aspire to be like them. I want greater intimacy in my relationship with my husband. I feel like we've got great intimacy but you know, some days I'm like, what are you even doing? Like, why why are you doing this to me? Like, Like, stop being so mean. But you know what? I know that if I continue to get closer to God, develop that intimacy and that trust with God, I can trust that the people in my life are also going to be trustworthy and not hurt me because I know what love really is and I can see it. And when I see relationships like Priscilla and Aquila's, I'm just ready. I am ready for deep love and intimacy and knowing that I'm not doing anything wrong because there are women that are lauded in the Bible for doing the same things that I want to do, aspire to, and am doing. You have to be equally yoked. You have to have a partner that is on your side that also has the same things in mind. And you guys aren't gonna agree on everything. Some is gonna be off, but you know what? As long as your eyes are on, on Jesus, on intimacy, and living a life that is glorifying God, through your marriage, through your money-making, through your business, through your ministry, you have nothing to worry about. And so for me and my husband, that is why we were created and why we are together. And I know that with him, he's the Aquila to my Priscilla. He's the yin to my yang. He's my my dude, right? He's the power couple. They are the power couple that I want to be. And I can't wait to become that, because we are. We're gonna be that power couple. Look, sometimes I think about the Bevere's, I don't know if you've heard of Lisa Bevere and her husband. I don't even remember his name, I've read his books, but I'm just enamored with her, because so many people think that women should have a certain place because of what things are said in the Bible, when there are literally rebels out there who are doing the things that God wants them to do and I want to be that. I want to be that rebellious person according to society and do the things that I'm supposed to be doing according to God's will. So I don't know about you, but I'm going to learn even more about Priscilla and Aquila and read Acts 18 and Romans 16 and 1 Corinthians and learn more about my new friends, Priscilla and Aquila. I just want to pray for you. Dear Lord, thank you so much for everybody that's listening to this podcast, Lord. I know that when two or more are gathered, you are here in the midst, Lord. I know that wherever they are, you are there also. Lord, I know that when you are asking me to say these words, that they are permeating their hearts. They're they are blessing them because they know that they also, too, want to be that power couple for Jesus. Lord, I know that when, when we are talking about being equally yoked, that is inviting them to have a conversation with their spouse about what that means to them and how they can be even more intimate and together. Lord, I know that when we are leaving our families, when the men leave their families and they they meet their wives, that they become one flesh, Lord. I encourage you to help whoever's listening to this podcast to get deeper to their spouse, to reconnect, to be that one flesh. Lord, sometimes it's easy, especially with with the world and things that are happening and things that we see, to Be unconnected with our spouse, Lord. I just ask that you really take us and mesh us closer to be equally yoked with our spouse. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Wow, that was so good. So I know that you know somebody that also needs to hear that. So share this episode, leave a review. And I would love if you could watch my free workshop at JeanettePeterson.com slash missing I'll see you guys over on the grams at Jeanette.Peterson. Bye.